0: Some of the most damning evidence of how Joe Biden was actively involved in his son and brother's foreign influence peddling schemes emerged days ago with a thunderclap. So logically, you would think that everyone in the media would be all over this story, dissecting in minute detail just how the nominee for president of the United States is directly linked to millions of dollars from a company aligned with the Chinese Communist Party. That's front-page news, right? It should lead all television newscasts, correct? The man who would be president is caught selling out his own country to what many regard as America's greatest enemy. Except the mainstream media resolutely ignored it. They deliberately buried the story. Their conduct in willfully protecting Joe Biden is a shameful indictment of how the American press has breached its duty to disseminate facts, evidence, and the truth. No one should trust the media. Have they now become as unscrupulous, unprincipled, and corrupt as the Biden crime family? Stay tuned. Attorney. Fox News legal analyst and two-time New York Times best-selling author. This is The
1: Brief with Greg Jarrett.
0: Hello, everyone. I'm Greg Jarrett, and welcome to The Brief. Joe Biden has been lying to the American people repeatedly. For more than a year, he insisted that he knew nothing at all about his son Hunter Biden's business deals with foreign governments, over which Joe Biden was helping to shape and dictate foreign policy decisions as vice president. He consistently claimed he had never spoken with his son about his corrupt schemes with China, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, Romania, Oman, Luxembourg, and many other nations. Now, his claims always seem preposterous. I never believed it. I don't know anyone who did. But now one of Hunter Biden's business partners has courageously stepped forward to expose the landscape of lies. But it's not just the word of Tony Bobolinsky that matters. It's the documents that corroborate his account that are pivotal. Text messages, emails, business records, all support his story that Hunter Biden was running what may amount to a criminal enterprise, and that dear old dad was making crucial decisions about how those business deals with a communist Chinese company should be set up to avoid detection. Bobolinsky came forward not because he wanted to, but because he had to. Nefarious characters like Representative Adam Schiff were accusing him of being a Russian consort peddling Kremlin disinformation. There's zero evidence of that. But that didn't matter to the usual liberal toadies in the media. They ran with a ludicrous claim like wild dogs. So Bobolinsky had to do something to counter the defamation, the smears, on his good name and reputation. He sat down for an hour-long interview with my colleague at Fox News, Tucker Carlson. He brought with him a treasure trove of corroborating documents. Those records, by the way, have been authenticated by the Senate Homeland Security Committee. And as Tucker pointed out, the committee determined that they're real, not forgeries. They are not Russian disinformation. So clearly, Adam Schiff was doing what he does best. He was lying. But anyone paying attention already knew that. Bobolinsky and his documents show that Joe Biden was a key participant in his son Hunter and brother James's secret business deals with China, all of which were dependent on Joe Biden exerting his influence and power. Without Joe, millions of dollars would never flow to the Bidens. But the lucrative scheme had to be concealed. It had to be hidden. And Joe knew that better than anyone. One text in particular is highly incriminating. It spells out how Joe Biden is personally dictating just how the specific terms of the deal must be structured, governance rules that might otherwise expose it all, ...must be abandoned or ignored. When he said, when Hunter Biden said his chairman, he was talking about his dad.
2: Correct. There's two chairmen in the story. There's Chairman Yi, who was the chairman of CFC. Yes. In that text from Hunter Biden, he was not tra- talking about the chairman of CFC. And what Hunter's referencing there is he spoke with his father... And his father is giving an emphatic no to the ask that I had, which was putting proper governance in place around Oneida Holdings. So Joe Biden is vetoing your plan for putting stricter
1: governance in the company. I mean, and, and it's it's right here yeah, in the email.
2: Yeah, Tucker, I want to be very careful in front of the American people. That is not me writing that. That is not me claiming that. That is Hunter Biden writing On his own phone, typing in that I spoke with my chairman referencing his father.
0: Both Bobolinsky and his supporting documents, again, authenticated by federal authorities, lay out how Joe Biden would receive a 10 percent equity stake in the Chinese energy company. All of it on the sly because Hunter would hold his dad's shares to keep Joe's name off the books and out. Of his own bank account,
2: in that email, there's a statement where they go through the equity. Jim Biden's referenced as you know ten percent, doesn't say Biden, it says Jim. and then it has ten percent for the big guy held by H. I a thousand percent sit here and know that the big guy is referencing Joe Biden. Um, it's That's crystal clear to me because I lived it. I met with the former vice president in person multiple times. By the time the deal was finalized, Joe Biden's 10% cut was to be
0: held for him by his brother instead of his son, Hunter. Remember, Joe Biden's name had to be kept off all corporate records. Doing that permitted him to deny any involvement, and it would also allow him to skate if the others got busted. Beyond the equity distributions, the Chinese company called CEFC planned to line the pockets of the Biden clan with direct cash, $10 million up front. At least half of that, $5 million, did in fact make its way to Hunter Biden, the inveterate grifter and con artist. The cash was funneled to a shell company created and controlled by Hunter Biden, then diverted by him to his own law firm. All of that is documented in the recent Senate report. During the final debate, you may recall, Joe Biden asserted that his son never made a dime from the Chinese. That's a complete lie. Biden also claimed the Senate committee exonerated him. It did no such thing. Anyone who has bothered to read the 64-page report knows that what Biden said is completely untrue. Indeed, it's absurd the critical question in all of this is the following how intimately involved was joe biden in his brother jim and his son hunter's illicit if not illegal schemes Bobolinsky met with joe biden in person twice once for a full hour in the dark corner of a los angeles bar biden's brother jim was there so was hunter who introduced Bobolinsky by saying Quote, Dad, here's the individual I told you about that's helping us with the business that we're working on with the Chinese. Biden met again with Bob the next day. Additional evidence supports those meetings. Yet like Sergeant Schultz on the old TV show Hogan's Heroes, Biden continues to publicly maintain, I know nothing, I see nothing, I hear nothing. Well, given his diminished mental acuity, that's altogether possible. Sometimes Joe doesn't know where he is or what office he's running for. Some people think his candidacy is elder abuse. But now we have the written records, the text messages, the emails. So why not confront Joe Biden with those documents? Maybe it will refresh his failing recollection. It's important to note that neither Hunter Biden nor Joe Biden have ever disputed the authenticity and legitimacy of these documents. Never. Not once. Nor have they ever claimed that Hunter Biden's laptop was not his. Why? Because it clearly is. But the mainstream media refuses to question Joe Biden, the presidential candidate. In the days after Bobolinsky appeared on Tucker Carlson's show, and as more and more documents were authenticated, the mainstream media pretended that the interview never actually happened. Nearly 8 million Americans watched the Bobolinsky interview, a new viewership record. But there was not a word written about it in the New York Times, the Washington Post, and other major newspapers across the nation. On MSNBC and CNN, nothing but crickets. National Public Radio also refused to cover the original story by the New York Post by saying, quote, we don't want to waste our time on stories that are not really stories or waste the readers and listeners time on stories that are just pure distraction. Those are your hard earned tax dollars at work for NPR. Solid evidence of corruption and influence peddling is not a story, it's a distraction. Right. I've been a lawyer and a journalist for 40 years. I have never seen anything like it. It's not incompetence, mind you, because it's intentional, it's deliberate, it's media malpractice on steroids, immoral, unethical, irresponsible, and disgraceful. Today's media, dominated and controlled by liberals, hates Donald Trump. They despise the man. They loathe his conservative policies. So, four years ago, they decided to become the lead warrior in the culture war waged against Donald Trump. And it has only escalated. At the same time, they perpetuated the phony perception that they're neutral, impartial, and fair. No sane person believes that. Their conscious decision to ignore the Bobolinsky interview and in the New York Post story proves their conspicuous bias. Tucker Carlson noticed it too and made an exceedingly important point in a subsequent show. He argued that the media's decision to ignore this important story is at heart an attack on our democracy because voters have a right to know what they're voting for and who they're voting for they have a right to know that the man they're voting for seems to be greedy and corrupt and willing to sell out his country for the right price biden is nothing if not desperate now his latest claim is that since facebook and twitter have banned any reference or link to the original story published by the new york post this shows that the accusations against him and his son are false what is your head spinning with that one in truth the two tech giants are colluding with the mainstream media to suppress valid authentic information that's vital to American voters. Let me explain it to you, Joe. I'll talk really slowly. Covering up information is not the same thing as discrediting information. It's a clever ruse by Biden and his handlers. They're hoping he can limp across the finish line before the dam breaks. I made this very point on Hannity's television show immediately after the Bobolinsky interview concluded. The mainstream media should be absolutely ashamed of itself for covering this up, for ignoring the story, for doing nothing with a treasure trove of evidence, documents, text messages and emails. Bobolinsky tonight absolutely destroyed the credibility of Joe Biden and exposed him as a prodigious liar. And yet the media is blocking for him as Biden tries to limp to the goal line. For me, and I agree with Kimberly, the smoking gun here tonight was not just Bobulinski himself, but the tape recording of Joe Biden advisor trying to talk him out of going on the record and telling the truth. You're going to bury us, man. That one line for me demonstrated Joe Biden's intimate involvement. So I wrote down the variety of crimes that I think the federal government, the FBI, the Department of Justice should be looking at. They must investigate money laundering, tax evasion. Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, FARA violations, SEC violations, fraud, conspiracy to defraud the government, and in fact, a RICO invex investigation for racketeering, running what is essentially what looks like a criminal enterprise here. And Joe Biden's exposure, if he enabled this, if he facilitated it, That's aiding and abetting his grifter son. And that is making him an accomplice if the evidence is there. And we've only seen the tip of the iceberg. The mainstream media dominated by liberals will never live this down. They have rushed to exonerate Joe Biden without ever examining the evidence or the facts. Journalists who once cared about the truth have squandered all trust. As independent reporter Glenn Greenwald put it, they have renounced their core function to report the news. No one should ever believe the media again. They have sowed the seeds of their own demise. In my book, they're finished. And the unconscionable censorship of the Biden corruption story by Facebook and Twitter is disgusting. This was made plain by Texas Senator Ted Cruz during a recent hearing when he ripped into Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey, who, by the way, looks like a cross between Charlie Manson and Rasputin. Did Twitter block
1: the distribution of the New York Times' story a few weeks ago that purported to be based on copies of President Trump's tax returns?
0: We didn't find that a violation of our terms of service and this policy in particular because it was reporting about the material. It wasn't distributing the material.
1: Okay, well, that's actually not true. That They posted what they purported to be original source materials, and federal law, federal statute makes it a crime, a federal felony, to distribute someone's tax returns against their knowledge. So that material was based on something that was distributed in violation of federal law, and yet Twitter gleefully... Allowed people to circulate that, but when the article was critical of Joe Biden, Twitter engaged in rampant uh, censorship and silencing.
0: And again, we recognized errors in that policy. We we changed it within 24 hours. This is
1: this. But is you're still watching the New York Post. You haven't changed it. We have changed it. They can log into
3: their account, delete the original tweet. Uh, that was you forced
1: a Politico reporter to take down his post about the New York Post as well. Is that correct? Within that 24-hour period, yes. But we, you know, as the policy has changed, anyone can tweet so the, Twitter takes
3: the You can censor
1: votes. the New York Post, you can censor Politico, presumably you can censor the New York Times or any other media outlet. Mr. Dorsey, who the hell elected you and put you in charge of what the media are allowed to report and what the American people are allowed to hear? And why do you persist in behaving as a Democratic super PAC? silencing views to the
0: contrary of your political beliefs well we're we're not doing that uh, and this is why i opened um this hearing with calls for more transparency we realize we need to earn trust more we realize that more accountability is needed to show our intentions and to show the outcomes. two days after dorsey's embarrassing public spanking Twitter finally unlocked the New York Post's account, which was blocked for the better part of two weeks. How many millions of voters cast their ballots for Biden without ever having read the details of his Chinese scheme as reported by the Post? This constitutes a brazen effort by Twitter and Facebook to unduly influence a presidential election by repressing relevant, indeed critical information about one of the candidates, Joe Biden. Both Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Facebook, offered up nothing but lame, vacuous excuses for their actions. Nobody was buying it. The unvarnished truth is this. They're in the bag for Joe Biden. They're willing to do anything to protect him. When asked if they had any evidence whatsoever that the story about Biden is a product of Russian disinformation, as Adam Schiff claimed, and many in the media did so as well, well, they sheepishly answered that they had no such evidence. But that didn't stop them from blocking the story. If the exact same evidence pertained to Donald Trump, there's no doubt that Twitter and Facebook and every news organization in America would be running wall-to-wall coverage. They did it, after all, with a Russia hoax. If I had my way, I'd put both Facebook and Twitter out of business forever. I'd be willing to sacrifice all my Facebook stock to get it done. There are other better social media platforms. At least they are more honest. It's truly amazing that Joe Biden had the audacity to participate in such brazen influence peddling schemes. Bob Alinsky was also shocked. So he
2: asked Joe Biden's brother James about it. And I remember looking at Jim Biden and saying, how are you guys getting away with this? Like, or aren't you concerned? And he sort of he looked at me and he laughed a little bit and said, uh, plausible deniability. He said that out loud? Uh, yes, he said it directly to me. The old plausible deniability routine, well, what does that mean
0: exactly? It means that Joe Biden could deny any knowledge or responsibility as long as there was no direct evidence to confirm his participation. In other words, you can lie with impunity, as Biden is now doing, because he and his co-conspirators were careful enough to keep his name off any records or so he thought. He and his Confederates failed to expunge all the text messages and emails. They failed to muzzle Bobolinsky, who finally got fed up with the smears and slander and decided to expose the Biden scam and lies. This story is not going away. Biden is in deep trouble, his son more so. Bobolinsky has now revealed that the FBI interviewed him ...for five hours on October 23rd, and he was informed he's a material witness in the case. He called the interview a deep dive in which he was questioned by six FBI agents about Hunter Biden and his associates. He handed over his cell phones for examination by the FBI and the collection of damning evidence contained therein. Bobulinski is a Navy veteran, a successful businessman... If you watched the entire one-hour televised interview, you surely came away believing that he is a credible person. Even more so since his trove of documents sustain the story he told. So now the FBI has no choice but to move forward with the case by interviewing the other two Biden business partners, Rob Walker and James Gillier. I doubt these guys want to tell the truth, and recent recordings suggest they don't. But faced with potential criminal charges for lying to the FBI, well, I suspect they'll now feel compelled to spill the beans. If Biden is elected, he'll do his level best to protect his son and brother and sweep the entire scandal under the nearest deep pile carpet. He'll be aided and abetted, of course, by the mainstream media. You know, people like 60 Minutes Leslie Stahl on CBS, who claimed during her interview of President Trump that the Biden documents, quote, can't be verified. Really, Leslie? Did you even try? Because many of them have already been verified by federal authorities and by at least two of the participants. Maybe you missed that part of the story. It's funny how you didn't use that can't-be-verified excuse, Leslie, when Trump was falsely accused of colluding with Russia based largely on phony documents that really were the product of Russian disinformation paid for by the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee. Curious how Leslie's double standard works, isn't it? But Leslie Stahl's anti-Trump bias is typical of the rest of the media. On NBC, Savannah Guthrie badgered Trump in a recent interview to denounce white supremacists, even though the president had already done so more than two dozen times on camera. Journalists still call Trump's travel ban a Muslim ban, even though the U.S. Supreme Court determined It was not at all based on religion. The list of how the media contorts and filters the news to discredit and destroy Donald Trump is endless. I applaud his condemnation of these people as purveyors of fake news. There's a new report by Sinclair investigative reporter James Rosen, formerly of Fox News, that the FBI opened a criminal investigation into Hunter Biden back in 2019, for money laundering. This was confirmed by a Department of Justice official. The probe is still reportedly active. Is Joe Biden the presidential nominee? Perhaps the next president of the United States, also under criminal investigation for his suspected role? Well, the FBI won't tell us, but the investigation was launched a year ago. Yet Christopher Wray's FBI has kept it under wraps even during Trump's impeachment when it was directly relevant to the president's defense. It's outrageous. Congress was kept in the dark. So were the American people. Why did it take the FBI a year to interview Tony Bobolinsky? I'll tell you why. The FBI had no intention of pursuing a legitimate case against the Bidens and hoped they could keep it all secret forever. Only when the New York Post and Bobolinsky blew the whistle by going public was the FBI forced to do its job. Christopher Ray should be fired within the week. The day after the election would be the right time. I'll volunteer to draw up the papers. For now, though, Senator Lindsey Graham, chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, is demanding answers. I'm going to have a hearing
1: with the FBI about why did you sit on the, uh, the laptop so long? What you see from uh, the business partner of Hunter Biden is uh,
0: corruption at an industrial scale, influence peddling. If Joe Biden wins and thinks he can make it all vanish somehow, think again, big guy. Senator Ron Johnson is also vowing to get answers and get his hands on more of the smoking gun documents that have been sequestered for so long. This is a mess. It's a huge mess, and it's a mess
3: that's not going away, particularly if uh, Vice President Biden becomes president. It's one of the reasons I've been saying for quite some time that I never felt that Vice President Biden should ever run for president. I think this is probably one of the reasons that uh, President Obama did not encourage the vice president to run. So this is a huge mess. Here's further evidence of it, that the FBI apparently opened up an investigation in 2019. One of the questions I would have is, why didn't they open it up in 2018? You know, this is when they convicted Devin Archer of the Indian bond fraud. Uh, I think a lot of this information was probably available. Some of these transactions were occurring back then. I mean, the question I have, did they not look into Hunter Biden because of his last name? It's a serious question. The, the fact that we might we probably have two systems of justice, one one for Democrats and the well-connected and one for Republicans like President Trump and the rest of Americans. Uh, th- that's one of the reasons that the American people are losing confidence in agencies like the FBI.
0: I invite you to read investigative journalist Peter Schweitzer's recent book titled Profiles in Corruption. Chapter three is devoted to Joe Biden. Backed by meticulous research and vivid documentation, Schweitzer recounts how the Bidens, five family members in all, not just Hunter and James, have leveraged Joe's power to get filthy rich. And now there's evidence that Joe Biden not only knew, but was actively involved.
3: So the fundamental question is what was Hunter Biden being paid for? And it's pretty clear he was being paid because his father was vice president and these foreign entities wanted access and wanted favor from his father. None of these foreign entities are running charities. So the bottom line is this is a classic follow the money story uh, that needs to be investigated. And without a doubt, there is no dispute. He was paid by entities. He did not have experience in these entities. Joe Biden had policy responsibility in the areas where these foreign entities were paying his family. Those uh, are alone enough to warrant serious investigation by uh, by the FBI.
0: Uncovering the corruption associated with Joe Biden and his family will be a monumental challenge, said Senator Johnson, because the mainstream media, the tech giants and the intelligence community are colluding, if you'll allow me to use that loaded word, to cover it all up.
3: Look at how much we know now about the Bidens that the mainstream media is not reporting. So there's the second scandal, the suppression of this important from inform- this important story by this by the mainstream media and, and social media as well. Uh, it's, it's basic censorship. And then, of course, the suppression by the intelligence committee in the deep state. I mean, the fact that you had fifth, more than 50 former intelligence community officials write a cover letter for Joe Biden. I mean, the press and now the intelligence community, the deep state is in the tank for Joe Biden. Uh, they knew exactly what that letter was going to be used to by Joe Biden to say, oh, this is just Russian disinformation. This is not Russian disinformation. This is important information. The American voters need to hear. And the deep state and the media is covering it up. So those are the three scandals they all have to be looked into. They all, rep- they all represent an enormous
0: threat to our democracy. For years, Joe Biden and his family have been selling themselves for profit. To the chinese and the ukrainians and a whole gaggle of other countries in the process they've been selling out america you just didn't know it until now in all the bidens wanted to reap a 40 million dollar deal with a chinese energy company that has direct ties to the communist government if you want to read the dirty excruciating details Read Andrew McCarthy's lengthy and excellent account of it in the National Review. It's entitled, A Collusion Tale, China and the Bidens. It was just published. The entire Biden enterprise reeks of corruption. The stench is overwhelming. And so, by the way, is the incriminating evidence. So in the end, Americans must ask themselves this hard question. Is Joe Biden the kind of person who should be running this great nation of ours when he and his family appear to be so willing and eager to sell out America for profit? And that's The Brief. I'm Greg Jarrett. Thanks for listening.